And the time to start, if you're not living your dream, is right now. Start setting goals and setting out where you set in the course of your life and setting it all up so that you get somewhere in the future. When all that comes together, something happens called fulfillment. If you are not experiencing awesomeness in every aspect of your life, it's just from internal block or barrier disconnect that you've chosen to take on. Life is as easy or as hard as we want to make it. And I got my hands and my eyeballs and my heart around any information I could around holistic healing. And that led me down a never-ending rabbit hole of which I'm still spelunking into the depths of. I needed something like ayahuasca to really wake me up because I was very rigid and very stuck in my ways and very structured and controlling. And my first ayahuasca ceremony cracked my ego in a billion pieces. And uh, that's when I believe when you when we really follow our deepest truth, when we really follow our soul, when we really follow our true calling, the universe rises to support us moment to moment to moment. Welcome to the Holistic Health and Human Potential Podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Landis. I'm an international speaker, author of multiple books, an integrative nutritionist, a transformation and embodiment coach, and simply a man who has devoted most of my life to the study, application, and integration of human potential. And it is my biggest inspiration to bring you weekly episodes that will expand your mind, challenge your paradigm, deepen your heart, and help you to embody the greatest version of yourself as I believe you are meant to do something incredible with your life and this podcast exists simply to support you on that journey. Welcome everyone to the official Holistic Human Optimization Show. I am your host, Ronnie Landis, and today I am joined by an extremely special guest, a very, very dear friend of mine, a sacred ally, and uh, you know, just a human being that I love and adore. One of the one of literally one of the world's foremost transformational leaders, a human being that um, I just can't say enough about. And so that's why I'm bringing her on here live with all of us to really drop into some incredible conversations around human potential and many other things. Miss Marcy Law. Yeah. Thanks, love. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is this is a special episode, especially for all those watching uh, this video, because Marcy is quite literally on world traveling mode yeah, right a now. Global citizen journey experience mm-hmm. right now. Yes. Yeah, and she is here, staying with me at this beautiful house in Maui that I've been occupying for the last couple months or so. You know, I thought I was running out a whole other house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we won't go into that. <laughs> a whole other journey, guest house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're here now. And, uh, you know, just to set this up, um, I'd love for you to share with the audience just a little bit about your background. I think one of the things that we really wanted to talk about was our journey of evolution, yeah. you know, and all the work that we've both been doing from where we've been mm-hmm. and maybe some of the stages and just where we are now and how the journey never is stagnant and how it shape shifts and morphs and how we change in the process. Well, I mean, our experience the last week has been like in just our little conversations on our way to the gym or to the beach or whatever we've done have been evolutionary. Right. And so, I mean, if, if, if I was to like, Oh, let me share my story. I mean, Oh my God, that would be, they did a documentary of my life because they're like, there's so much to our evolution and there's so much to that. Um, and yet specifically, as we were talking about, you're so good in human optimization. 
and in the body vessel. And I was telling Ronnie that, you know, there's, this has been a conversation I've wanted to actually speak to with. So I love this. He's the divine, you're the divine. (laughs) He's the divine masculine. I'm the divine feminine. And we both within get to be healed, feminine and masculine, balanced feminine masculine to be able to operate with body as the truth vessel. And as we were speaking more to our journey with the body as the vessel, Right. right? And I see it as like, healing the wound, the wounds, the core wounds around the body, which we know that the only core wound in and of itself is a separation of your own divinity and sovereignty. So when we heal that wound that, you know, it's unconditional acceptance of self, you you know, you're, you're in a space of operating fully. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's like a whole evolution yet to the body. What I realized is in my programs alone, because I was the body mind mentor on TV years right. ago. Um, so I was known as you know the nutrition fitness expert. That's really where I started in the industry because my journey of um, you know optimization or my journey of finding my own love and happiness started with the body. Mm-hmm. The body was my shit. Like meaning it was like I started from four years old taking on beliefs that if I didn't have a perfect body, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't gonna be loved. You know, and and that and it, it comes from the most even you know things that aren't traumatic. Mm. really um when i was four years old i remember having a memory of my mom like coming out of her room and she was so upset and she was she was just sad and distraught and she and the word she said was she said oh i worked so hard you know to shed or to lose her words were lose i say shed to lose five pounds just to gain it back again Mm. and at four years old like my mom was, was perfect. My mom was, you know, this, uh, you know, I'm like, if she could see, you know, herself through my eyes, I just looked up and I love my mom. And of course, and this is where we take on these ideas and these stories is, you know, it's like, I just wanted my mom to be happy. So all of a sudden it's like, we, we see, I saw that she wasn't happy. And I saw that it had to do with the body. And I, I didn't understand what weight was or what the body was, but I took on, Oh, she's not happy with herself. And, and the words that I said, I still remember this because this is an ingrained imprint in my experiences. I remember thinking, or I remember saying out loud, I said, well, maybe God gave it back to you because you needed it. Like, I just wanted my mom to be like, you're perfect. You're, you know, be happy. And it was a short time later. I remember her, you know, going, I'm going to go for a walk. You want to go? And I was like, yeah, let's go for a walk. And I was just an excited kid ready to go for a walk and, you know, getting outside. And I reached up to hold my mom's hand. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. I can't hold your hand. I have to do this to burn calories. Mm. And in that moment at four years old, I made a very impactful decision, which was, oh, you know, calories burning, like working your body, like your body is so important. Your body looking a certain way is so important that your, your body has to look a certain way to be loved. Mm. That was an impactful decision. And it wasn't like a traumatic thing. My mom wasn't in any way trying to hurt me. I love and adore my mother. Yeah. That was the, the same kind of imprinting I took on, which meant I had to fight my body. I had to struggle with the body. And so from that time, I, I did. And, and by you know 14 years old, I was anorexic and bulimic. I had years of just working out hours upon end, like always fighting the body. And it was in when I was around, um, uh, you know, as I went through some, you know, like some divine intervention that literally questioned one day, I was like, man, I was so tired of fighting the body. I was like, there's got to be another way. Like, cause it, it looks like insanity. We're all doing the same thing. We're all working out hours at the gym and fighting our body with food and all these things. And yet everyone's still always in the fight game, mm. you know? And mm-hmm. so I remember like question, like there's got to be like another way. And something whispered in my ear, you haven't tried education and the mind. 
that was like, and I was like, where did that come from? And I was like, huh, you're right. I've only spent like, what's the next workout plan? What's the next pill? What's the next product? That was really my journey of the internal game of seeing that it was like, what's going on inside. And I realized I'd never found out how to work with my body. I never had a question. How does it work with food? How does it work with exercise? What is the optimization of this vessel that I've been given? I was just always seeking an external result because my scared little girl, my, my internal self didn't feel worthy. Mm. I didn't feel good enough. Hence, I saw why all those years, I never allowed myself to get to the body. And here it is, like I'm close to 40. And I mean, I'm always staying pretty you know, ripped and shredded, but now it's in a place of ease and, and love and unworthiness. And that was my journey of going from like fighting the body to coming to a place of absolutely being at peace with my body because I couldn't allow myself to live in the behavioral results of having a vessel that was energized and healthy and strong and worked as it's designed, yes. which we know, until I was able to love myself that mm-hmm. I was worthy of having that. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's a gist of where we're going, obviously, because if we went into all my ways of evolution, it'd be like... <laughs> We'd be here for a long time. Yeah, I've, I've been the person diving in all over the world on the craziest things of the internal game. So... Um, but that the, the journey to what I really wanted to speak to is that how, like you said, we're always evolving. So it's like I have, when I started as a trainer and then I created, um, I became the body mind mentor on TV. I created a 90 day mind body transformation program. It was in gyms. And at that time, even the videos and things I have, I have like 40 plus workout videos, a couple cookbooks. This to me is like 10 plus years old, like mm-hmm. I, maybe even longer than that. And and now it's like, as people get into that and, and I see what I'm doing now, there's a space of like, well, what I live in is very different now. Yeah. I see the value in, if I didn't go through learning how to work with my body with food, learning how to work with my body with those things, I would still be just doing the thing. Like we talked about fasting, intermittent fasting mm-hmm. is something we both mm-hmm. live by and do. Yeah. And, and so if we were today to just be like, Hey guys, cool. Yeah. This is what we do. We intermittent fast. And, you know, we eat once or twice a day, right. one to two hour window, da, 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 da. people go, what? And then they go, oh, cool, I'm going to do that. Right. And they do it based out of, I still am desiring an outside external validation or result to try to get somewhere to, 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 to arrive somewhere and feel good about myself, which just means you're going to sabotage it. Yes. So I believe there's value in that journey. And so I would say to people, this is where I started back then. It's not what I'm living now. But I, I got to learn how to operate with those things and become to this stage and this stage and this stage. And I feel like that's a conversation a lot of people don't have because yes. they're always just seeking results. Right. And, you know, it's interesting about the intermittent fasting industry and kind of what you brought up where, you know, now intermittent fasting, ketogenic diets, um, vegan diets, raw vegan, paleo diets, whatever box. Um, it's interesting because also with social media, there you have the picture-perfect individual who's like the role model for it and then that's that's the that's kind of the hook for people to be like oh i want to look like that i want to i want to even feel like that whatever it is and maybe it is authentic however there is a journey to get there and so people people um have a tendency to bypass the actual journey and if they don't get there which they inevitably won't because they need to go on the journey then they're going to self-sabotage yeah yeah we bypass it's like a spiritual bypass it is a spiritual bypass because you're looking for you know trying to ask someone else to give you the answer a lot of times when people so i mean as a back in on the internal game like i went from this is why they did the documentary i went from being a two dollar an hour waitress 
to having clients pay me up I want, to a million dollars. I definitely dollars. wanted you to mention this part. <laughs> right? Where it's like clients pay me up to a million dollars plus to work with me. And even right now, you know, that's not even an option. Like mm. I, like my, my, my journey right now being of such value to myself that you can't pay me right. even and of any amount of money. You're not for sale. I'm not for sale. And because even to experience my own level of freedom, which again, this happened with the body, with money, with relationships, with everything, to experience my highest level of freedom, I had to give it to myself. How can I teach that to other people if I, you know, don't give it to myself? Because I believe leaders go first. And, you know, we can't, we can't teach anything that we aren't being. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, I'll get people that will message me and they just want the answer. And it's like, cool, this is feedback for you of what you're really seeking and how you get to allow yourself to go internal and find that those reasons why you're seeking something else outside of you. Because ultimately, until you come back to a place where you're like, you love your body now, mm. you're never going to allow yourself to have a healthy body and vessel. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's, it's, you're not necessarily satisfied, but you, and, and I think that's a great, a great distinction. Like mm-hmm. I'm not really satisfied or it's kind of an interesting fine line because I'm, I'm fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I'm happy, but I'm always pushing the boundaries of what's possible. I'm always, I'm always moving forward towards a greater level of growth in all areas of my life. So there's a sense of like not dissatisfaction, but there's like, I know what's possible. And so I'm always going towards it, but I'm not going towards it from a place of like, Oh, I hate where I'm at now. I can't stand where I'm at now. So I need something to change. Yeah. And we get to first shift that. But I'll say, like, when do we actually say I am completely mm. at peace with myself mm-hmm. now? And um, I'm actually doing this unplugged, you know, training conversation tomorrow because it felt so true and relevant to realize how <laughs> yeah, we <have laughs> Jackson, we got a little dog hanging out with us. He's like, anybody in there? Um, but, but how relevant it is to realize that unconditional acceptance of self right now. Right. So again, if there's even a thought of like, you and I had this conversation where it's like, when we're seeking for that thing outside of us, what we're only saying to our core self inside is I'm not worthy now. I'm not enough now. When I arrive there, when I get there, then I'll be good enough. Then I'll be deemed worthy. Instead of actually saying, Ooh, that's interesting that I even had this thought that my body should look this way or what else is possible. What's there instead of being in a place like, Ooh, I love myself so much. And you know what? How else can I have even more energy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How else do I give myself permission to feel even greater right now? Like yeah. what else would feel good? And so then this gets into a dance of you, you and I were talking about how, um, like I've said, my, I mean, I was, I was like hardcore. I have an adventure company. Come here, Jackson. Come over here. Come over here, babes. You could just open the door too. And then she might not. He might not quite yeah. it, but um, <laughs> I had, uh, you know, I have a whole adventure company and, um, and, and, you know, I used to, my, my goddess revolution retreats even used to be like one day where literally I would put us through six to eight workouts back to back from 6am to later on teaching us how to tap into our primal power. Mm. And, and that, cause again, it was the balance of the masculine and the feminine. It's like tap into the primal power and all that your body is knowing that it's, it's not what your mind is. You do one workout and you think you're done or you're toasted. It's like, actually your body is effortless. Mm. It can, it can do more than you've ever given it permission to do. You just have never allowed yourself and how we actually would recharge with meditation or jump in the water. And then people are like, literally like, holy fuck, I don't know how I'm doing this. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so full of energy again. And I just did this entire kick-ass workout. So I used to do the most intense kick-ass things. I used to run up mountains with 40 pound weight vests. 
Now I'm like, what in the fuck? (laughs) It was all out of like, how hard can I go? How much can I do? You know, it was very much like this, this always striving. Mm. And, you know, it's like I was missing the the view in, in the mountain because yeah. I was so focused on like what my result was and I was using it for workout and to get up the mountain and then run back down the mountain and like whoo that's what gave me satisfaction. But guess that that mm. was just a validation outside of me of saying I could do this form of, you know, I was this strong. I could mm. do this form of kick ass ability. And mm. instead of when and see that so that was my journey is aligning to like now I was telling you how my workouts have become way more feminine. And my body's actually more lean and ripped. And it's just because it's been more the energy of the, the, the attachment to the workout or the, the connection to the workout is not like, okay, I got to do this bitch. It's a workout time. It's like, mm-hmm. I wake up and be on this journey of absolute freedom that I'm on. I'm like, wake up when my body feels restored. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what would feel good? Like, what would, do I want to move? Right. Like, what would that movement look like? And playing is like, it's, it feels good to move and playing with that movement. Cause it feels, cause I'm moving and I'm exercising because it feels good. Right. Not based right. out of like, right. I will yeah. exercise because then I'll have ripped arms and then I'll be an image and then yes. I'll look a certain way, or then I'll be tough enough or strong enough or, whatever ideal is outside of me. So there still is just when we come down to any time there's any resistant energy with anything, Mm. it's a blocking energy. Mm. So even to say Mm. what else, like I'm not there is kind of saying there's a struggle to it. Yeah. So I want, I want to, as you're bringing this up, I I wanted to uh, just add that piece to the thing that I said, which is very much like, my human potential and all the ways that that, that um, it's coming from an inspirational place. And when it's not, then I feel stress and I feel that resistance and more and more my journey as a man, as a masculine um, embodied human is that it's recognizing Mm. where am I coming from? When I go to the gym, Mm. is it coming from, because I'm not a full-time athlete anymore. So that, that same inspirational motivation to excel as an athlete Mm is not there. So now it has to come from a different place of like, well, if I don't genuinely enjoy it, mm-hmm. then maybe there's something else I should do. Mm-hmm. Like go to the beach. Mm-hmm. And when I love to, to lift weights or, or be in that energy, then I'll go do that. And so that's, that's, I just wanted to add that piece to it. Yeah, it's not like, live in that way. Yeah. Just to clarify for people where it's exactly. not a, it's not a always striving for something outside of you, always right. to try to arrive. Yeah, because you're never going to arrive. It's a, you're playing an infinity game. Or you're already arrived. Right. See, and this is the funny right. thing. It's a paradox. Everything is a fucking paradox. Yeah. Everything no, is... Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so everything is like... It's just... This is the bottom line thing to anything, whether to be making millions or you know, epic relationships or you know, the body alignment, anything. It is to actually come into a place of the alignment with the frequency. It's like your, your, um, the, what is the underlying frequency of why you're doing something, mm-hmm. right? And if you're doing mm-hmm. something out of force or fight or struggle or strive or try, or it's not enough, or I'm, I'm, I'm aiming to get to be something that's outside of me. That's perfect. That's great. You added some good lighting there. Um, then the, the energy is in alignment to receive, but see when we block, when we're saying, I'm it, like, if anything is ever um, like shame energy, blame energy, like, so for like, oh, like if you go to bed at night and you're like, oh man, you know, I just, oh, if I could just, oh, when I get this and when I get that, oh, you know, like, and it's saying I'm not enough. It's a shame energy. Shame energy is the lowest vibrating energy that exists. Yes. So just like if you're, you know, um, blocked with any type of way of being, any type of 
anything in life mm. are actually layers of resistance of our ability to receive. So mm. with money, with everything, it's like if I actually am open to honoring all people, all beings, all things, all experiences, like I can choose what's best for me in my workouts and I don't have any judgment or story around anyone else in any, any other way. But if we're over here going, oh, well, you should do it my way. Right. It's interesting. I, this is like kind of off topic, but it, it, it correlates. And that someone messaged the other day, my team and was like, hey, I really want to buy Marcy's Divinity Keys course, diving into to Gene Keys. But I got to know, is she a vegan? That's Interesting. What they, that's what they asked my my team. Interesting. And, and the funny thing about this is, like, first off, I was like, I am a place where I don't eat meat, um, and I don't have a label or an attachment to it. If my body felt called for, I also believe that we have agreements with with the animals, the plants. Mm. We're all in our. I mean, we plants. Plants are living. Right. We're all in a perfect experience. We're all in our, our what we agreed to and came to for our experience and our journey. So it's like. How could I ever, anytime we create separation yes. or, or a label, we're creating separation. So, yes. you know, I told my team is like, how do I answer this? Like, what do you, you know? And she was like, I just, I only want to support um, entrepreneurs or spiritual entrepreneurs that are, you know, vegan because that's right. important to them. Right. Great. Well, guess what though? If, I mean, see, we're, we're talking about Gene Keys. Gene Keys is like a fucking transmission. Of yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. That is going to massively change your life. Yes. Like that will increase your ability to, you know, be the highest evolution of yourself ever. If you're called to that and yet to not receive that information mm. because someone might not live the way you live is a block and yes. it's a guard and it's creating separation. So even these labels, I don't have labels. I don't yes. have, that's why I wouldn't call myself. Like I'm, I would call myself a religion. I would call myself a diet. Anything, anything, right? It's yeah. like I and I again I get to tune into what's right for me. Mm-hmm. But it's just these are the funny stories that we create that mm-hmm. create separation. And that block us from actually receiving. Uh-huh. And the same thing, it's so the same thing goes with like any type of resistance that you have. Mm-hmm. So when you have a resistance to your body and you I mean and just tune in for a minute and, and I could put this in a lot of different ways. Let's say for instance, like with relationship, if you if you stop and you go, What's my relationship to relationship? Mm-hmm. If my relationship to relationship is that it's hard and to struggle and sacrifice and man, like you, we were talking and you were like, man, if like in an experience of being like an entrepreneurial night, man, he wants to kick ass. Women could be like, you know, wanting your time yeah. and, and that could be seen as draining. And then you attract women that are doing that because that's yeah. your relationship to relationship mm-hmm. and vice versa. Whatever I've had with relationship, same thing. If your experience with the body is a fight and a struggle, because mine yes. was. I, I, I was, I grew up seeing my dad sick. My dad had diabetes. He died when I was 15 of diabetes. Mm. All of my family had cancer, sicknesses, diseases. It was everywhere. So I grew up literally from a young age, believing like, like the body is, uh, you have no control over it. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is a struggle. It's a fight. You, it's sickness and disease. I saw tons of death by the time I was like five to 10 years old. I'd seen a ton of death from sicknesses and diseases. So of course, when I was little, I started getting sick. I had lots of little weird sicknesses. I had, oh my gosh, I can't even remember the name of all them now. Like I know I had migraines. I had a, you know, a hernia. I had all sorts of things. By the time I was 24, I had breast cancer that I, I healed myself of breast cancer. That's as I see, there's all these things you're like, I never knew. I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> like my story is so traumatic. And, and that's actually part of my design is that I was drawn to the shit because part of my design and who I'm here to be is, is I wanted to figure out how to evolve from the struggle and the sacrifice. So I took on all the contracts. Mm. I took on so many contracts of struggle and sacrifice from rape attempts and kidnappers and stalkers. So 
and sexual abuse. So from the body and, you know, being like, even for me to create a body of health when I first got offered TV was like, I instantly created injuries that I couldn't even walk again, walking, moving forward. My, my right foot just completely gave out. It's funny how little things have shown up and I'm like, dude, mask inside. That's And we're like, we're tuning into the emotional connection of it. So I instantly was like, okay, foot moving forward, masculine energy, moving forward, feeling, feeling safe to move forward. And as I tuned into it, I was like, oh my gosh, because I had a relationship to something. And this is why I want you to tune into the belief around something like the belief around your relationship to the body, just like relationship to money or relationships or anything else. When I tuned into it and I talked to my little girl, cause your little boy, little girl is running your reality. We know that because yes. it's your unconscious programs. I was like, my little girl was like, "Uh, uh-uh, you do not get on TV because you are not safe. Like instantly it was like, if I get on TV, I'll have more attackers. I'll have more stalkers. I'll have more, more scary people. Cause I had had evidence of that my entire life being raised in fear mentality and lack and scarcity and all those things. So as I, as I, then I got to move through the process, like, Oh, sweetie, like what's really true. And like, what's, what's really happening here is, is you're blocking. I was creating a way to sabotage moving forward and receiving what I really wanted, right? Because the internal belief system said, no, that's scary. That's my relationship to it. And when I, when I had a, a created a new contract with my little girl, it was like, sweetie, guess what? When you're in the light, like when you're in the spotlight, you're, you're actually the safest place you can be. When we're, when we're mm. seen and we're like fully being ourselves, let's think about this. When we're trying to hide our shit yes. and wear a mask, we're trying to hide and we're trying to be, you know, like, I don't want people to know but this about me. I want to appear to be this way. Mm-hmm. We're actually, there's always fear of being revealed. When you let your shit be exposed, when I'm like, guess what? I totally had my shit about the body and I had like all these experiences. Guess what? There's nothing for you to try to find out because I'm, I'm free. Right. I'm totally exposed right. and free. So when I, I help my little girl see that actually when I'm in the light, I'm in the safest place possible. I attract more angels and more friends and I'm seen and I'm like, that's when I'm, but when I'm hiding in the dark, that's when I'm in the scariest place. That's when I'm attracting low vibrational stuff, hiding because of shame or worry. Because again, what am I projecting? Fear, worry. Oh no, I'm in danger. And that can be the same reason why someone will sabotage the body. And I see those are all things I got to look at. Like sexual abuse being, you know, if a man looked at me at the gym, I would bolt. That was me in the past. Interesting. Now a man looks at me, you've probably seen me. And I'm like, mm-hmm, take a fucking picture. <laughs> because I know this looks good. <laughs> it's just like I, I have not seen her do that in the gym by the way <laughs> no <laughs> not that paying <laughs> attention is the guy's looking I'm like oh I see you it's okay I know it's, it's okay. <laughs> but I had to shift that yeah because that would have controlled my reality I literally had experiences where I felt so unsafe I would bolt out of the gym and then it was like Shh, okay what's happening like why why did that scare me oh because that was an association to not being safe when really truly I can now see this I'm being admired you know, and I, and I, of course, there's a whole level to this of creating safe boundaries and all these other things, you know, but that's a huge space to like, what is your energy? So I will bring it back. I promise that ener- what I was saying is look at the underlying frequency, mm. the energy behind anything. If you're working out because you have to, you should, you need, it's going to give you validation. You're in a shit show. You're always going to be in a, a vicious yeah. cycle and you're always going to It's never going to matter how good your body gets. We know so many. I mean, I grew up in the, the elite athletic world. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I can speak from my own experience and also being surrounded by so many people that had just incre- like, you know, world-class athletes who yeah. could do things <laughs> that, you know, very few people on the planet can do. 
and had these incredible bodies. I, I achieved that myself. And yet there was also this lingering sense of it was never enough. Yeah. There was also a joy because I love what I was doing, but very mm-hmm. deep inside what drove me and what drives a lot of successful people yeah. is that there is that sense of validation. There's that sense that it's never really going to be enough. Mm-hmm. And we stay striving. We stay, we stay on that. Yeah. Or then on the other side, what I've noticed with a lot of people is that, um, it, it can go the other way. Mm-hmm. Like I think what you're talking about, which is they can they can be scared. So they to sabotage actually, it, and they yeah, yeah. Oh, back in the high school days, yeah, and they're not living in the present and now yeah. and living up to their allowing their greatness anyway, either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I was one thing that came up for me while you're talking is that growing up in school, I was the kid who who didn't want to put my hand up, mm-hmm. even if I knew the answer or not. I didn't want to and raise my hand now, and look at what I'm doing now. It's, yeah. it's crazy, right? It's like. I, but I still have that in me where it's like some days I don't want to do Facebook Live because maybe I look tired or I don't think I can show up. And it's like yeah. that's still, you know, th- yeah. that can go in a whole different a whole different direction. Well, but. that's actually perfect that you brought that up because, you know, it's like that's why you can see where when we were just talking about it, you were saying you're still – there's still something there that's making you like, what else is possible? Right. Now when we just catch it, we go, mm. oh, wait, what energy is that coming from? Is that coming from the old story of I was like – I was an athlete and I was so successful and this and this totally. and this, and yet I still always had to keep up the image. We were talking about being on a pedestal. I'm like, I don't want to be on your fucking pedestal, by the way, people. I have no <laughs> pedestal here. Yeah. I'm not your guru. You are your own guru because I want nothing to do with the pedestal. Uh, in fact, my journey even now is like how much more authentic and raw and real can I be about my entire shit show and my entire journey? Mm-hmm. Because the moment we're on your pedestal, then what happens is it's like we, you, I mean, it's like with Instagram and with everything else, like you pick the certain pictures and guys, I, I'm, I do this too. I caught where I was like, Oh, how we want to like show certain sides, but not yeah. all sides or, yeah. or go through our shit and then show the nuggets. And this is part of the whole journey. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, where there's days where I'm like, you know, it, it triggered the fuck out of me to be put in an environment where I'd share space because I've had to do that for so long. Like I had like my boys and, you know, now they're living with their dad for the first time in like for 15, in 15 years, first time I'm, you know, as a single mom, like I, they're living with their dad. And, you know, yes, I had like my, my, my former relationship, my, my beloved that I completed that with when I left and, mm-hmm. and my, my house manager that would be in, but I had like my huge amount of own space. And everywhere I went, it was like this. And all of a sudden, I was like, what? I got I to gotta walk across to this house and be in the kitchen? Like, my little girl was triggered. You saw the yeah, first time. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is, this is interesting for me. And because it's like, I want to choose when I want to be seen. Right. right? And, so, and so we all have, like, with Instagram, you pick your pictures and you can pretty them up. And so our whole society is bombarded by this image of getting to that place. And you're so trained in that. And that is that is the... The, the way we've been trained to operate, which is in the masculine, which is in the doing. Mm-hmm. And it comes from when we check in, like I told you how I've really been checking in. It's like whenever my mind is trying to think it through or make a plan or control something or make the decision, it's coming from validation. It's coming from like, oh, this would look good or what else would be possible? Or so you're, you have created so much mm-hmm. and yet there's always a strive. So now yes. when you just catch it and you tune in, you're like, wait a minute. Like, is this really coming from this would feel good? This is something like coming through me to feel inspired to create and to, to, to share. Like, I, this feels good. And there's even a level to that unconsciously of like, 
because actually we're used to the high of our validation. Yes. I was telling you that how it's like <laughs> we're, we get used to this ego roller coaster of, well, if I create and do this, well, that does feel good <gasps> because it's a high. And that actually is still a fake high because it's based out of ego and validation coming from outside of us versus like in your body and your system, like coming from your sacral and your solar plexus, your feeling center saying, yeah, this would feel really good for me. So when we even catch the slightness and go, you're like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm still striving for it. Now we, we, we trick ourselves with conscious languaging. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Like the conscious language was, I'm not, I'm not like you, cause you aren't unhappy. You aren't unfulfilled. Yeah. You live a happy, balanced, fulfilled life. But it's like the language is like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at what's possible right. versus I'm striving. But if mm. the feeling inside mm. is still saying, exactly. I feel this need to strive for more, or figure out more, or be more yeah. again, to deliver more for these people, right. to share more content and information right. because that's coming from a place of validation for your identity. Yes. Now, if you can just say fuck it to all of it and be here, and we were talking about this of like someone in the art of doing nothing. If I was laying on the beach doing absolutely nothing at all, my vibration that I, my essence, the vibration I'm giving out to the world is so fucking good and high. Like I literally turn around and this is where like, that's how I receive million dollar clients. We were talking about this. You're like, mm. how did you do that? versus if I'm going, okay, well, I should do this and I could do this. And I'm going to strive this. They're doing that. Okay, how do I do that? What system do I need? Da, 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 da. Feel that energy. Yeah. That's like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yucky. So same thing applies in all things. It mm-hmm. all it all is really so simple. We make it so complex. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. So simple that we just go, oh, like what would feel good? Okay, what's the energy behind that? What do, mm-hmm. How do I want to move? And it's, it's just, it's our journey to to fine tune that level of alignment that we are actually in our divine state, which is bliss and flow and ease mm. and joy and play. Cause when we're playing, mm. like we're talking and we're like creating, we feel so good and we're yeah. doing all this stuff. Right. But when we're trying or struggling, mm. then we, we can't create anything and you're just going to, you're literally telling your body. So when people are struggling with their body yeah. and yet they're doing it because they have to, they're at the gym and I see people making like ah, faces, yeah. like the faces say it's hard. Their energy says it's hard. Everything is saying I have to push through this. The, the message they're giving their body is my metabolism doesn't work. Mm. Losing weight is a challenge. You know, my body doesn't know how to do this. All of that is literally what you're programming yourselves with versus like I've gone down to the jungles to do ayahuasca and do my retreats and different things and not worked out for a week and come out more shredded right. because the, the message to my body is, it's effortless and my cells regenerate every day. That's why I get younger every day and all these things. So it comes down to like, what are you vibrating? What's the relationship you have to your vessel, to money, to relationships, to everything. And that, and that question, so this is interesting too. It's part of a message I've been putting out in the nutrition world, which is that, you know, I don't eat the way I do because I have to. Like I do it because it is aligned with my spiritual path yes. and being, being more on the, the side of vegetarianism and, yes. and eating raw foods and yes. all that, mm-hmm. that is part of my particular journey. Yes. And that's, that's what I'm called to do. And that feels good to me. Yes. And when I go to the gym, even, you know, it's funny, like thinking about that, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm pushing myself and there's like, I'm curious what your perspective on this, especially as someone who does this too, when you, you, because it's, it's like, it's like Michael Beckwith says that, you know, it's really about striving for excellence. It's about giving our all. And that's a different energy than struggle, right? And I want to just make that distinction, get your take on it. Because to me, when I'm pushing, yeah, I might make that face 
for like 10 seconds because I'm like, I'm trying to get everything I can out of those last couple of reps. It's not like, I don't have to do that, but it's like, I just want to push myself for that last bit to get everything I can. Then I collapse and I'm, I'm not moving for as long as it takes. So I'm curious, like that distinction between struggle versus striving for excellence. So could you, could you achieve the same result without the push? Well, so I, so, okay. So I'm, I'm not trying to, re- okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm not actually focused on the result. I'm yeah. focused on the, ju- it's interesting. I actually enjoy that yeah. moment of pushing. Yeah. But I, what I mean is yeah. look at the very fine tuned conversation, which is, even the word pushing right. and the energy of uh, to achieve that level, yeah. of like ah, I worked my muscle to its to right. its 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 capacity, and, and it might even if you look at like what's really the result or or the thought around I have to have that certain experience to get there is it right. it's the feeling of so we've been trained this because mm-hmm. i did it too right i was mm-hmm. like i mean my old workout videos literally like we we did marcy minis i mean every fucking dude in my workout videos was like holy fuck and these guys were like like hardcore athletes yeah. uh, survival guides that were ripped and shredded like i knew how to fatigue the muscle yes. and maximize results and and so Yes, there is that, that part of the journey where I'm saying there, there still might be imprints of like, because you know, for me too, I told you where it's like, I'm like, ooh, like lifting weights feels, sounds really good because mm. I'm traveling all over in third world countries and I can work out with my bands and things like, ooh, it feels really good to get to the gym. Yeah. And all I'm saying is, could that be an old construct sure. of, well, for it to feel like a success to you, right, right, for right. it to, yeah. for me to achieve. Now you mm-hmm. say you're not looking to achieve a result. <laughs> But the result you're attached to is a certain feeling. It's a of state of feeling of it. Yeah. It's like I, like I gave it my all. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm asking you to be, to get curious about yeah. and be open with is, could I, could I, could I uh, allow an experience with my body where I feel like I mm. showed up for it and it felt so good and I mm-hmm. gave it mm-hmm. my all. I, mm-hmm. I gave the experience of like, or let's say I fully embraced the experience. Right. I right. fully right. embraced feeling my muscles and feeling the whole thing. And I, I, I felt that without me having to create a hard face. Sure. Even if it's yeah, for a few yeah, yeah. little bits yeah, or yeah, yeah. use the word of like, or the thought that, okay, I just got to push this lap a little right. bit. Cause yeah. I'm over there still. Like when you see me, I don't know if you see me, if you're watching me when I'm doing my thing over there, but it's like, and I like, I'll do some like Marcy minis, like Marcy minis are still something I'll implement. I'm like, Ooh, I want to like feel this muscle, mm. but see my, my around yeah. it is like, Ooh, 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 I can like, Ooh, I can feel this. And I know I can be on that place of dancing with it. Mm-hmm. where it feels good and I'm yeah. maximizing its fullest expression. Right. Cause what happens is when you break down, let's say for instance, you lift a weight. Okay. Most people are blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. They're, they're not, not getting even, results. Yeah. Anyways, we can do a whole little <laughs> workout series here and, and mm-hmm. show you guys. And so my main thing I want you to hear is the energy behind it yet. Like even in doing so, when you, when you reach a point of fatigue right. with your muscle, right. Is actually when your the muscle spindle fibers break down, and then what's going to happen is they're going to rebuild and repair to a bigger, stronger muscle. Mm-hmm. So if you don't if you don't reach that point where they get a breakdown, there's actually no rebuild to become even a stronger, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. lean, more toned, more more healthy muscle, right? And so it's like if you just go through the motion. So your idea is, well, I want to hit that point yes. where I fatigue the muscle beyond you know or to its fullest expression, and then I maximize the result of right. it. 
Now, all I'm saying is we drop the things that don't serve us, yes, but yes, we yes. keep the things that do, right? Right. So it's like, I can be over there being like, oh, my son, Vinny's like, when it's like, oh, get that, yeah, yeah. and, and I'm like, oh, oh, Minnie. And like, and, but I can, I'm in play yeah, yeah, with yeah. my muscle. Mm-hmm. And so even though Same. I get the, the construct of what we're consciously saying, that's like, but see how it can become validation to keep doing what we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, 100%. That, that's, that's. That for the most part mm-hmm. is my authentic experience. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm not perfect. You catch yourself I mean, a little but, moment. Oh yeah. Do. So my, I have a really dear friend who she is like the divine feminine of the divine feminine. Yes. We were talking about Amber and um and how I I did a little recent medicine ceremony journey and and she's she's a beautiful um individual that works with medicine and 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 I'm in ceremony like I'm kind of coming out of it and we're just talking about. And we're both ripped and shredded and beautiful beings that take care of ourselves. And you're talking about how traveling all over the world, we use our bands to still work Mm -hmm. out and do stuff. Mm -hmm. And she said, I just liked it. Like she was expressing how she's like playing with her bands and how she's like, I just ride that edge of where it's like, I can feel my muscle and I'm in play with like, Ooh, this feels good. And she has no structure where we were both came from like a gym athletic fitness industry where it's like, she's like, Ooh, how does this feel? And like, that's been a lot of my, my journey in like expressing the divine feminine and movement and just all things feeling good and all that. Yeah. And she's like, I ride that. And the moment it becomes that I'm pushing or I'm in a struggle, she's like, I pull back into play. Mm. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, I still catch myself sometimes like, hey, let's do this bitch. Like, let's let's go. And so, again, I'm in more play. Yeah. I, I'm taking full, authentic responsibility of how my life can become even more at peace mm. with my own body, mm. with my own, like, workouts, with never an idea of, like, getting me like, okay, well, I got to work out. It's like, no, that's an old idea. Like, mm-hmm. actually, the truth is, like, what would feel good? How would I like to move my body? And so I've learned to ask myself deeper questions or more curiosity-type questions that come from my feeling body, not my mental game, because mm-hmm. logic doesn't exist anyways. Just like as we're saying, evolution is always happening. We're never stagnant. So where you were, we, we, we had this conversation the other day about um, that was referring to relationship, right? right. And I said, it's like... If, if I told you everything you know right now about the body is all you're ever going to know right. like, to you, that would be crazy because <laughs> I was like, you're, you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm learning every day. I'm yeah. evolving because this is what you geek out on. Right. right? Like I geek yeah. out on frequency and dope crazy shit around the world. Like how to be <laughs> optimized humans is what we both geek out on. And you're like, you're like, Oh, that's crazy. You're right. So here's this thought I was having in this construct of conversation. And it was the same thing as saying like, Oh, I'm limited. And the truth is we're always evolving. This is why we're saying in this conversation that, you know, what we did 10 years ago, we, you know, we, we still looked ripped and shredded and yet we were fighting the body or there was, you know, it's different than what we're doing now, but for each person, it's going through that journey of realizing. And ultimately I think we want people to know that you can live in the divine body of health as, as like, this is your vessel. Mm. This is your vehicle, mm. to, but the vehicle is here not as a thing for you to create a result on to be worthy or good enough. The vehicle is just right. the vessel right. for you to express your divinity, to express and experience all of life. Like it's about your experience of life. So, so to me, I want my vehicle to be, and actually in, in the recent time period, it's been like, to me, it's like my vehicle is, is devoted to the divine. Mm. Like I, I, so it took out for me, like, it's not about, you know, looking a certain image 
you know, it's like, I can't even actually imagine that feeling anymore because that's just so weighted and so heavy to me compared to like, you know what, if I'm, my intention and commitment is to be devoted to the divine, meaning I'm like in service to the divine, which means I'm in service to humanity. And when I serve humanity, I receive, I like, I serve the whole and I receive and it's this beautiful dance, right? So I want my vehicle to be able to go wherever I'm meant to go and create mm. and be like in the fullest experience, be in the fullest expression. Hence, I'm headed to India and then Peru and then Brazil, you know, like all these cool things that have showed up. If I was someone who, you know, was addicted to sugar and needing my, 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 you know, like, or just like in a lacking or limited place of my energy and yes. expression with my yes. vehicle, first off, I probably wouldn't be attracting those experiences because I wouldn't be in high vibration alignment to them. Mm. And secondly, I wouldn't be able to fully uh, be enveloped in that i wouldn't be able to show up or have that experience in that way and so it be the body to me now becomes it's just my vessel for my fullest expression here to serve my gifts right. you're not obsessed gifts. with your body mm-hmm. as a, as a as an image or even as an experience it's deeper than that it's more of that you respect mm-hmm. you have so much self-esteem and mm-hmm. self-respect mm-hmm. that not taking care of your body is almost blasphemous it's out of alignment it's out of alignment and we can go deeper and deeper into stories there to go. Like I've had my experiences where this is where my body shit comes up because of all that people conditioning. I still have it where I'll have moments where it'd be like, Oh, all of a sudden it's like, I have a thought of how it should look mm-hmm. or I have a thought of feeling shame around my body because I'm, you know, like usually I'm pretty six pack lean all the time, but it's like having those times when I'm not, or I'm in certain experience. Like sure. when I was in India and it's like, you're in different experiences and it's like, Oh, interesting. Where did that thought come from? What does this have to do with my divinity? Mm. So see, it's a paradox, right? Because you're like one second ago, Marcy, you just said how I'm in alignment with my vehicle so that I am in the highest, fullest expression of my divinity to serve the divine. And the very next second you're saying, well, if I'm not in, in total six pack or in alignment, what does that have to do with my divinity? Nothing. Okay. It's both. And this is the challenge for people to wrap their head around where it's, Again, the feminine, the masculine, the feminine is the the receiving. It's like, oh, I receive this with ease and grace because I'm worthy. I'm worthy of having a a divine. I'm worthy of feeling good. I'm worthy of like all the love and all the joy and all the play. And that means we want to go run it up and play on the beach and do all these things, right? So I'm worthy of that. And and I'm also in the the masculine in inspired, or I I say the masculine in alignment is in inspired action. Mm. It's not, I'm going to force and push and do. It's actually, oh, this feels good. And like, well, how would I get to do that? So it's like this beautiful dance of both where it's like, can I love myself Mm. even if I'm not looking a certain image? Oh, because that construct came from somewhere else. That's not actually my divinity. That's not my spirit. That's not who I truly am. And how do I, so I don't go completely one way where it's like, well, then why the fuck would I even care? I don't take care of myself, eat whatever the fuck I want. That's actually like disrespecting. That can be, to me, it feels disrespecting to the vessel. And so I find that place of like, so when we go back to what we talked about in the beginning, where being happy with what you have, Mm. right? I have some really old meditations that, you know, around all the body stuff, because I still have meditations and workout videos, all that stuff that we share. Just like, cool, this is like a phase of the journey. And it's like where it's literally like my perfect body of health and it's talking to your body and it's like loving every inch of your body. Mm. Because even if you have a a belly, it's like loving that belly, loving yourself, Mm. like loving the belly is saying, I love you. I got you no matter what. Like, and it's like, 
And how do we feel better every day? Mm. Like, you know what? I'm healthier every day. And so I'm going to choose to continue to move and love on myself. The body is like, oh, it's love vibration. And I can create that as an experience. But when I say, oh, I hate you stomach. Like, why won't you just be this? Mm. Why can't you be that? And if I can only this, guess what? It doesn't matter how hard you fucking work out. You're telling your body to not metabolize for it to be a struggle. And And we see that all the time, don't we? We see that with people that... You know, I see people that do a particular health or detox or cleanse program that I know works. Uh I know for a fact it works. And I've seen people have unbelievable transformations, but there'll always be those outliers for whatever reason. They didn't lose the weight or they didn't get the results that they were hoping for and that that they quite easily could have and i've wondered about that and i'm like okay it does have to come back to this then it has to come back to some kind of repressed shame or not feeling good enough or worthy enough they took the action so on some level they did feel like they were worth enough to at least make the investment this shows up in coaching all the time right where someone does a coaching program or a course they show up for it they make the investment but then they either don't follow through or there's some deeper repression there that doesn't allow them to receive the because you're always going to create yourself to be right you know right and so it's like Uh, can you say that again and highlight that (laughs) so because you're always going to create yourself to be right you're always going to look for it to be right and true so yeah i mean not only is there a message they're giving their body but this is why okay so as a coach years ago i realized and decided that um i um like i can't save anyone Like it it doesn't matter how much, if I give you all the information and I share it all with you, you're the only one that can save yourself because Mm -hmm. you do get to implement it. And this is why for me, it's super important to get into like the alignment of the integration. It's not just a surface. Here's the surface thing. That's why, I mean, even though medicine has been a huge part of my journey and it's like, I used to take my million dollar clients and my high paying masterminds down to, to do, or to do medicine all the time because I was so specific. I, I, I didn't want, anyone and everyone to go to medicine because if you just like anything, if you do a cleansing or clearing, just like the detox, right. And you don't know how to integrate that level of frequency or beingness in your life, you recreate the same shit. Mm -hmm. So they might do a detox Mm -hmm. and come out of it. And the whole time be like, I can't wait till I'm done with this thing. I want to eat my fucking food or whatever it is. Or like, and again, I'm not worthy. And so, so they told their body how to respond. And they come out of it and their thoughts are the same and their perceptions are the same and all mm. the things, they recreate the same shit. Right. So it didn't work for them, even though it can work for someone else. And this is why, you know, it all comes down to you get to save yourself. Like you can only be the one who chooses your thoughts, chooses your perceptions, chooses your beliefs, chooses your feelings, chooses your words, chooses your experience. We're sovereign creators. Mm. So yes, we, we, and, and that's also why we get to honor everyone to have their own experience, even though it worked for you. It might not have worked for them because that's where they were, you know, that's where they were at in their journey. And so it's actually impossible for us to ever make a guarantee or to say like, you're going to get this as a result because I'm like, I I don't believe in guarantees first off, because you have to have an investment within yourself. Like you said, like there's an investment level. So someone might take an inch towards investing, but they're, or, and they're, um, there's still blocks internally on allowing them to receive that result. But see, that's all perfect feedback. Now, if we go from shaming and blaming, but like it, it's an all or none, it worked or it right, didn't. It's like, right. hmm, interesting. This was my experience with it. Same thing with like, 
you know, um, where I'm at with intermittent fasting things, it's, it very much is aligned to like a, like a spiritual game. Yes. Like it's like food is not even a thought. Like yeah. food has no control over me. There's no association. Mm-hmm. It's simply like, and actually it's very honoring. Like it's like our meal is like so sacred and honoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where my, where the line is with my system. But even in moving to that, there was a time I felt like all my old shit wanted to come up around the body mm-hmm. and around food. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, when I get to eat and it's like, Whoa, where did that come from? Like, there's something mm-hmm. like, I, like I, it's like finally giving myself permission. So, uh, which I love about the, the game and the journey with the body. Cause obviously we, we all have a vessel. Yeah. We all have a vehicle and we have been from the time we're out of our mother's womb, trained in a society where food is associated to everything from sadness to joy, to celebration, to, you know, uh, pain, it's everything. And so it is like one of our greatest gifts and tools are what's happening. And that's not even to get into the whole side about the body emotionally telling you what's happening in the feeling mm. systems. I'm just talking about using food in your journey with the body to be like, ah, like to see the associations tells us where the story is right. and what, where, what we're actually seeking right now. <laughs> and this is why my, my, uh, my, just my passion is for people to go in, deeper internally to see how they operate or feel what's really going on to be in their experience. Mm-hmm. Cause then all things are like, all things are seen to be able to be, right. to, to move through instead of we continue to play this game where we're just like surface bullshit self-empowerment let mm. me do the thing on the surface mm. that the feeling down here is always going to override yes always yeah it's kind of like you what you mentioned about the little child in you is always running the show and it's like it's it's also this thing that i i, I talk about sometimes where what's repressed must be expressed the, <laughs> so the unconscious good. must yep. become conscious that is what is trying to occur yep. and so that's why we have a medication yep. tranquilizing sedating type of culture every single not you know think about this this word television it's and it's it's actually broadcasting particular um wavelengths in a in a um a beta wavelength Mm -hmm. that is hypnotically putting you in a spellbound state where somebody literally could eat a bag of chips unconsciously and by the time they turn off the tv and they look at the bag of chips they don't even actually remember eating it because they were totally, they were basically hijacked. Well, 95% of your patterns are, are memorized. Right, right. So it's like, that's why you can drive the same way every day and then right. you didn't even know how you got there. Like 95% mm-hmm. of your patterns are memorized. So that also means your thoughts. Mm-hmm. That means your what you're used to. That means what you're attracting. And you said something that was so gold. In, um, let's see, you said that, that what's repressed gets to be expressed, yes. right? That is why you call in everything that you're experiencing. So the partners and everything life, you're experiencing is simply mm. a reflection of what is still repressed gets to be expressed externally yeah. so that you see it so that you can actually heal it, feel it, move through it. But the problem, mm. the challenge and the opportunity for people is that they, they rep- continue to repress or we go, Oh, I don't like this result. I'm going to look over here mm-hmm. and we're using unconscious patterns and behaviors to not be living in the now, not feeling our bodies, not giving mm-hmm. ourselves permission to be like, Ooh, what would feel good? What do I want to create? Like, what does that look like? Give myself permission to create the life that I love and live the life that I want mm-hmm. instead of operating from the construct of my community or my religion or the way I was raised or any programs Everything in front of you is a reflection of your internal game, your internal world. 
So Mm -hmm. as you said, like, it's like, it comes up everything there, the more we actually lean into, and this is why I was saying everything being about unconditional acceptance. Mm. When we accept what's right in front of us, then we can go, ah, thank you for that. Like, thank you for this feedback. Where is that coming from? Why would I have that thought or idea? Or why did I track that? What's really there? Like, Ooh, my little girl feels sad or scary because of this. Ah, that's it. Like, and we can move through it. But see, we've been trained to just, it's the result or it's not, yeah. and it's this, yeah. you know, and it, even the other day when you were, we were talking about proactive versus reactive, mm-hmm. right. And you're like, well, like there's this idea, like, well, when I, if I work through all this, this stuff and I create the systems and I do all these things and my business is doing this and people are doing this, this then I'll get to there where right. my life is operating that place. And I was like, but the thing is like, right when it shows up and we shame it and we go, Oh, this means I'm not there yet. Uh, Instead uh-huh. of going, Oh, thank yeah. you for that. It can take moments. Like you, we, we were having a, a shit show morning. Right. And by later within an hour, and it was like, see how fast the whole, like we, we, it, we love, we get to like love the ebbs and flows, the highs and the lows is why we came here as humans mm-hmm. to experience all of it. So to shame sadness or pain would think about it as, as if you shamed and you, I mean, when people are doing this, they're actually pushing away happiness and joy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like when we, when we just allow all of it and we be with all of it. So that's kind of like the wrap up of our experiencing with our bodies now. Yeah. So it's just like, Hey, I love all of me. I love all of my experience with me. How do I continue to, how do I continue to love on me? That's really it. How much more joy can I receive? Mm. How much more joy can I receive? Mm. Yes, yes, and yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where do you go with that? I mean, geez. <laughs> how much more joy can I receive? I mean, it's like, you know, I, I want to take it back for a moment. I want to go into sex conversations now because that's where that took me. <laughs> I mean, that's a, well, that, that's a good, that's Radical a good responsibility for self pleasure. <laughs> right. Well, that's a, that's a good, I mean, you know, because we brought up before, mm-hmm. like the, the thing about the wounding and yeah. the, and I know as a, as a, from a clinical perspective, mm-hmm. studying trauma, the trauma often is um, it's also it's often thought to be the event or it's or the meaning behind it. And that's something that's just a story that is associated with the moment of separation. And the, but the separation, as you said, is from a clinical perspective, is the defined moment of trauma. But the story and the, the circumstances around it can be recreated. Yeah. And, and so that's like the non-local perspective of like that trauma can live on 30, 40, 50 years yeah. where all you actually have to do is drop the story around it and, and, you know, create that connection that you lost probably as a child. Yes. And there's, because even in the Gene Keys, there's, it talks about the different cycles of like zero to seven years old, seven to 14 years mm. old, 14 to 21, mm. you will repeat the same cycles. That's why we take on beliefs, your subconscious mind. So when you were pre-seven, you were only able to operate from subconscious. You had no logical mind to work from. So all of your, the pre-seven is when you took on all, all the programs, ideas, the stories, et cetera, that then repeat themselves mm-hmm. through seven to 14, that then mm-hmm. add an, and they're going to cycle through these different evolutions. So it's like you, you, that's why then you build up evidence. Well, I like, no, my whole fucking life right. evidence, like a 24, this and a 35, this and a 20, this, and, and you could do this your whole life. You could do the, well, this made me upset when I was four. And then this pissed me off when I was eight. And then this, this, this happened when I was two. That's a never ending game. 
what I like to bring people to is like we, we, we finding the core belief systems or, you know, and, and the program. So you can find these moments where they showed up just like I was like, Oh, like all of a sudden I got triggered at a certain age to go be, you know, being on TV. Mm. And it was like, Oh, that's attached to this old experience or story of like, I'm not safe or like, you know, I'm not enough or like I could be rejected. And, and, uh, uh, I mean, like uh, I'll give an example. I had a, a client who was, she was like a famous doctor and she, um, we broke it down to when she was two years old, she peed on the floor mm. and her dad had scolded her. It was like peed on the floor in public and her dad had scolded her. She took on a belief that I don't trust my own body. Hence I don't trust myself. So then and she seeing, became a doctor. She became a doctor and she was having, she was triggered one day. She owns a huge practice and she was triggered one day. Um, and as I tapped in with her, I was like, what are you feeling in your body? She was feeling pain in her chest. I said, what are you really sad about? What came up is I can't trust myself. <laughs> so all these things are still playing out. And as we, we dove into where, I mean, it would be like, well, you know, here's the evidence from line 20. No, it's always from when you're pre-seven. Mm-hmm. So when we found the correlating story mm-hmm. and yes, we connected the dots to that actually not happening or like what really happened. Cause again, that was just a perception of story based out of your unconscious mind, based out on being a little child that didn't have a logic to it. Like, you know, like, of course <laughs> me peeing on the floor when I'm two has nothing to do with me not being able to trust my body or trust myself in life. I just peed on the floor because I was two. Right. You know, and so, yes, you're healing a connection to it. But when we recognize that these things will come up. So I I see a lot of people will shame themselves for thinking, oh, well, like for me, my body has just shown up over and over again at different layers to allow another layer of my own healing to love myself, you know, at all layers of being safe. This is why I got called to my journey. I told you I used to be called the journey of my aloneness that I was called to go do this global citizen thing. And I was like, why am I called to do this? And it was all because I had deep imprinting uh, that got to be healed even generationally that alone meant I was unsafe, that I die, that I'd be, mm. that, you know, I'd literally be abandoned and lost and I die. So of course I got to go on that journey to trigger all that shit. <laughs> and now I'm like, I realize I'm calling it my journey with me because like mm. even see the idea of that, like I'm alone. Like, first off I'm with this. <laughs> Yes. This is great. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, there's no way I can be alone. So all of, I'm still evolving into even more of how much more love and joy and expression and play I can have. So we can heal the story, but to have this idea of like, well, then it should be done. Like I want people to hear actually, like we talked about in the beginning, we're still evolving with the body. We're still evolving with relationships. We're still evolving with money and with play and with freedom and all of these things, yeah. giving yourself more freedom, more, yeah. more lean. as you catch yeah. yourself being like, I shouldn't like, Whoa, where did that come from? Yeah, I yeah, created yeah. a shit ton for people. And like, what's, what's ultimately right. the most important is I'm happy Yes, because me being happy actually gives you the, 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 the image or the example of choosing happy too. It's like mm. being a mom who sacrifices herself completely yeah. for her kids to be happy she doesn't teach her kids that they're loved and be happy. She teaches them how to self-sacrifice and yes. how to have, have to do the same in relationships to, to feel love. And by the way, that particular example has been shown to be the number one correlation emotionally to breast cancer. Mm, yeah. Yep. Cause breast breasts are, um, um, joy mm. being worthy of love. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. We could go on for days. We, we, yeah. So many conversations we've had that are so depth because we both love to go deep. And it's like, if on the way to the gym, we would have just hit record. <laughs> and then on the way after the gym, we just hit a record. We're on our way to the beach or we need to grab food today. We were both like chilling at a coffee shop for a bit. It was like, 
all of these are little nuggets. So it's about time we like sat down and hit record. <laughs> and yet, even though we knew this could go all places, because there's so many depths of truth, we just, you know, we want everyone to live in freedom mm-hmm. and liberation. Mm-hmm. What felt really good and true is like seeing where we both really started in the body mm-hmm. and human optimization and, and, and seeing the evolution of that. Yes. You know, and the freedom we want everyone to experience is that you're supposed to feel good. You're designed to feel good. Your mm-hmm. body's actually designed as like the ultimate effortless machine. Like, I literally, this would be a whole other conversation, but you know, I still get it all the time. Even the girl, the Uber driver that I had that brought me back the other day, she was like, and I told her she was so cute. She was like 40 years old, but she acted like she was 18. She had this cute little voice. And again, I I love everyone. I find love in everyone. And she's like, I thought you were like 20. And she was like, you have kids, you know, like, uh, and I look 10 years, 15 years younger than I did 10 years ago. Wow. Because when you go back and you look at my stuff, you're like, holy shit. Because again, I learned how my body really works and mm-hmm. I aligned and tuned into that where it's like my cells are regenerating every day. Yes. My body actually, my every organ changes, you know, regrows and renews every year. Like I'm actually getting younger every day, yes. but society tells us something different. So you believe that. So you believe your body's a fight. So you keep struggling mm-hmm. when, you know, like just drop the struggle. And part of that is just going to be love, love what you're feeling. Like ultimately mm-hmm. love all of it. Huh? Love all of it. It's mm-hmm. it's and it's an it's an integrative experience, right? Why do why is the why is the journey so much about expressing what's been repressed? Well, it's yeah. because we need to integrate all the disowned elements yes. of ourselves, and that's and that's where you know David Hawkins' work. Mm-hmm. You mentioned shame being the lowest vibrational mm-hmm. octave, mm-hmm. and when we shame ourselves, we're essentially disowning a part of creation because mm-hmm. it did take. You know, it's an interesting it's an interesting study to realize that it took all of God. Mm -hmm. It took all of creation, all of the cosmos, all of the stardust, all of everything to create each individual. So when we disown ourselves or shame ourselves or belittle ourselves, even when we think we're joking, it's, 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 um, it's out of integrity with our divinity. Uh, Right. Yeah. You're actually a hologram of the I am presence. I love that. You are. You are an exact reflection hologram of the I am presence, which means you literally have all capacity within you of all creation. Mm. Every cell in your being is a a snapshot, a hologram, a fractal of the universe. So, you know, if we were truly, and this is why our journey is to, uh, I believe, you know, to discover our fullest expression of each of our own divinity, because mm-hmm. we are also that unique and that much of a miracle that we have our own voice box, we have our own fingerprints, we have our own toe prints, like we're that unique and divine, we're that much of a miracle. And so like you said, like if we, we were totally to live in alignment and integrity, which embodiment is integrity. Yeah. So if we were in integrity with who we truly are, we would never say anything bad about ourselves. Yeah. And that's actually operating from the knowledge of being a, a highly evolved being. That's mm-hmm. why I said, started in the beginning. These are some more in-depth concepts. And that's just talking about like, you know, operating in a, a body of health, but it's like, that's why if I was in resistance to any other person, you know, as a highly evolved being, I see the connection and energy and that you're just a reflection of me and we are all one. So if I'm to reject you, I'm actually rejecting myself. Hence everything, uh, every projection is a reflection mm-hmm. of what's going on inside you. Right. And so when I'm still in even like, you should live this way, or you should be this way, I'm putting a block of separation. I'm disconnecting from manifestation, from the universe, from that energy of creation, all because like as a highly evolved being, why would I ever hurt anyone or project on anyone or judge anyone or shame anyone when you're all a reflection of me? Right. So yes, we are definitely, you know, we are just the most divine, amazing beings. And so let's just bring it back to like, it's silly to think that 
that our body as a result, as an image would be a reflection of our divinity. Mm. That's cray cray. And I like cray-cray. I'm cray-cray in a different way. What I'm saying is it's insanity, meaning it'll drive you nuts because Mm -hmm. it's like you and I talking about how the mind will just play its slippery game. And I'm like, that's because logic doesn't really exist. It's made up. It looks true for you now based on where you're at right now because it's it's the logic you're looking for, but someone else looking at it through a different lens sees a different form of logic. So logic doesn't exist. So the mental construct is just to keep you in the Maya, the illusion. Mm. That's why like we actually just drop and we, we, we just witness and we allow ourselves to feel and be. And that is how we drop playing in the game of Maya mm. and go back to remembering. That's right. So even if you're struggling with the body and you tuned into this out of human optimization to like tune into how to rock out the body, cool. You, you're noticing and you're aware the feedback is I want to be even more in tune with my body yeah. yet. How, and, and how can I be with that? Yeah. And notice that it all comes back to like, I'm fully worthy yes. of just, you know, I'm a beautiful divine being fully worthy of living an amazing life. And yes. that means my body gets to be in alignment too. And it yes. comes from that place. I mean, <laughs> so, so beautifully said. And just to, just to add on to that point very quickly, you know, from that perspective, if you are, if you are listening to this and you're, you're really, your focus is bodily optimization, please remember that your mind is your body. Your, your mind is, the repression of the mind and the subconscious plays itself out in the tension of yes, the body exactly. and your emotions and your empathy run on neural networks. Mm-hmm. Our friend Daniel Schmachtenberger, yeah. well, that's part of why he developed his product quality is yeah. to actually help increase empathetic circuitry. Yeah. And so these things that we think of like emotions mm-hmm. or, or spirit or the mind as like esoteric disembodied mm-hmm. aspects of the human experience are actually very much physical it's actually very much part of the physicality so if you're coming into this from i want to have better performance i want to have more better digestion i mean i could i could rat i could go so deep into every single organ system the emotions associated all of it and it all that is to just say that the this human optimization journey is about becoming a, a holistic integrated optimized full human being Mm. having a human experience but not forgetting that you're actually a soul yeah you're actually there's a soul signature which is your uniqueness and your authenticity and you're playing it out through through the animation of the body it's your vessel of expression right Right. and the mind is i always say the mind is connecting the parts but it's it's Mm. it's it's being clear to, to realize that versus we've been trained where it's the big thing. Even like when people started getting to like consciousness is cool and like mindset, mindset, then people believe mindset is everything. Then they get locked into the mindset. And I'm like, no, mindset is like me using my pinky finger compared right. to all that I have ability mm. with, my, with my entire body. The mindset is just to connect those dots. So like if I go, ooh, I'm feeling like, like I have this injury show up or I'm feeling this in my body and I can be like, ooh, interesting. Like what am I feeling? I ask a question to tune in and it's like I'm using my entire system. Yeah. Like why is that? Oh, there's that thought or that story. Mm. And it's just to connect the dots. But looking at like what is my all of my operating systems doing? You know, like and, and that's through because one thought actually has so or I'll put it this way. Uh, your vibration or one cell and the vibration of a cell is 500,000 times stronger than a thought. Mm, mm. That is why if you just stay here and even on the positive side, if you're like, you know, like 
I, like you're saying all the affirmations and, right. and yet we talked about right. if you're not feeling that same vibration, mm. your this isn't doing jack shit for you. And it's actually reaffirming because your body feels uh, like it's alive. So when uh, you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say mm. so let's say for instance, you know, like if you, you say, you know, I'm, um, uh, like I'm six pack abs and your body's like, fuck you. You are not like <laughs> you are not. You <laughs> remember all the times that you struggled there and there and look at your body, but like, see you it actually, it feels so inauthentic to your body that it reaffirms what it believes. And so that's the vibration it puts out. So when you, it's finding the connection to that. And actually, you know, in my freedom audios, we talked about how it's like the, the, um, you know, it, these things, it's like walking through how to connect to your whole self is to go, ah, oh, this is what I'm feeling. This is why. Okay. So then what, what do I want to experience? What do I want to create? And, and moving through it, using your entire system to then come back into alignment. Mm-hmm. So you could say in that example, you know, I, I can't believe that I'm six pack abs. Like my body is like, uh, uh-uh, that doesn't feel good. It's because your body will tell you, but you can right. go, Oh, I can, I, what, what does feel true? I can believe I'm stronger every day. I can believe I'm getting healthier every day. Mm-hmm. Just like in relationship. Mm-hmm. I can believe that like, you know, it's like looking for evidence that relationships are a joy or there's women out there that support me and being like my full expression of self, like being my full bright light and not being like, no, 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 you're going to leave me. Like we can look for those things and, mm-hmm. and then allow ourselves to line up to those things. Mm-hmm. That's why we're talking about the journey, right. the journey that you get to go through. There isn't just going to be a like, do this for your body and here's the answer or now say these affirmations or implement this system you actually get to go through the journey of seeing what internally has been your chosen gifts of of discovery and healing as a part of your human experience Mm. to align to that remembrance of the divinity that you are and Mm. allow yourself to have it. (laughs) (laughs) There's that look. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Absolutely incredible. So, I mean, so everything is just so... So, um, I guess the word I'm looking for is, is just well integrated, you know? And I mean, like you said, we could go on and on and mm-hmm. on. We're going to have to reconnect when you get back from we India. Get we get to, thank you. See, she's yeah. always, she's always reframing. I, 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 I call her the reframing master. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a Jedi at my reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Sure. yes. Yeah. I leave, I leave in a, less than a week. Mm-hmm. And I'll be in India for some experiences in Peru and Brazil. And I was like, we always like, we can go into such beautiful deep dive places. Yeah. We'll just get to create a little connection from wherever I'm at in the world and mm-hmm. do another little deep dive with the peeps on some good yes. stuff. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait. And yeah. you know, just, I want to mention for everyone, um, a, 90 episodes ago is when you and I did our first okay. interview yeah. episode 70. So if you go yeah. back in the podcast log, Episode 70, me and Marcy did our first. Oh, yeah. I know these things. Yeah. And we did our first interview, and that was amazing. I definitely recommend everybody go back. Um, And that's that's part and parcel to what we're talking about, which is, you know, that was – I don't think that was like a year and a half ago, a year ago, a year and a half, something like that. So Ronnie was so cute. You're like the first person I've ever had request this Mm. where, you know, you're like – I want like you, you wanted to schedule a podcast and I'm really selective about who I give my time, effort and energy to. And I was like, yeah. And then you're like, no, I want to come sit with you. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do it face to face. I was like, Oh, okay. You know, he like came to my house yeah. and we sat and did this podcast. It was the first time. Yeah. I just, wow. that goes to show who you are. Like mm-hmm. you like really wanted my essence. 
Yes. And you wanted the experience of our, our, you know, divine connection in that space. Mm. Not just like, let's jump on the phone or a zoom and, and rock out a podcast. And, yeah. and from then on, like, you know, you came to my, like my birthday party and like family parties. And as I was traveling and doing other things. And I was like, I said to him today, who would have known when we first met, you know, here would be like, however long later, I'm like sharing space and, you know, getting yeah. the amazing time that we've had. This you get to hang out every so single good. day yeah, and, and totally just, just uh, tag team on this mm-hmm. epic journey in this particular moment yeah. in time and just support one another. You know, I, I look at, you know, I feel like you're a sacred ally. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we have friends and then I look at like, then we have like super friends yeah. and it's just, it's just there's certain connections that we have and people along the journey, especially when, you know, we're both leaders in our particular mm-hmm. field mm-hmm. and then we align at particular times mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa, okay, I see you and I see me through you. Yeah. And that's what I call a sacred yeah. ally. And I had mentioned to you that what I'm calling in now is like living in a place where you can choose to no longer learn from hard or struggle mm-hmm. or sacrifice. Cause again, I know I'm a divine being who's fully worthy of like, you know, I, I continue to, how much more joy can I experience? How much more love? How much more awesomeness? And so it's like, I'm just calling in those beings who reflect living in that place. Mm. Like my world is surrounded with like the divine beings who literally are like up to the greatest things. Like you have such a beautiful mm. desire and intention to share mm. with humanity. Like you geek out on this stuff to like give them the knowledge of more freedom. Yeah. And you're doing it from a place of like love and joy and bliss and play and mm. flow. And I'm like, yep, that's, so I'm like, yay, Ronnie, I'm like, of course I called you and now we could just <laughs> hang in this beautiful space. So yeah. I, mm. I honor you for being who you are and how much you share with people. And you're just your guest. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been an incredible. <laughs> list spe- and blessed. List and blessed. Bless yep. the plan all the way through. <laughs> I like yeah, this has been such an incredible conversation. Thank you so much for joining me and for sharing your wisdom and perspective and insight with everyone that yeah. is watching and Thanks listening. Thanks for enjoying us together. It's yeah. fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, definitely a special edition, mm-hmm. special moment right yeah, now. Yeah, now it's a new moon. Now we get to do ceremony around yes. the new moon. <laughs> yes. We got to go. We get to go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this has been amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Love you. Love, Love you. you guys. Mwah. I hope you enjoyed this fascinating episode of the Holistic Health and Human Potential show. Before you head off, I want to invite you to go to my website for further podcast episodes and tons of free content on holistic health, natural nutrition, and human potential. Please go to www.ronnylandis.net to find out how to take your health and your life to the next level. And also, I want to encourage you to leave a five-star review for this podcast on our iTunes page, which will help me in my mission to get these inspiring messages to millions of people throughout the world. I thank you so much for your support, and I look forward to continuing to provide amazing conversations and content on holistic health and human potential.